We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 30th, 2015. And um, <clears throat> the first report we're going to be going over is entitled Accelerating the Morality Mortality of Americans. How many millions will die in the Vampaceuticals? Final solution for America. We're going to explain all that in a second what that all means. Earlier today, A&P, which is All News Pipeline, published a story in which a retired New York police officer shared a strange conversation she had with a supervisor for a state's emergency management agency and the intrusive medical questions that she'd been asked, including questions about prescription medications and if there was anybody over the age of 75 in the house and if they possibly needed hospital care during, the, during a medical emergency. And we're going to read that a little bit later. As anybody who's studied the subject knows, any kind of major emergency that shuts down the entire system for a lengthy period of time could quickly turn into a reg, uh, death sentences for anyone who relies upon prescription medications and regular medical care if it suddenly becomes unavailable to them. During such an emergency, the elderly and the infirm would suddenly become an insurmountable burden upon an already broken system. Well, why is that? Because they're all, for the vast majority totally addicted to multiple medications um and i'm just i'm not saying that you know like i'm like i'm disgruntled about it i'm saying it as a matter of fact most people um <clears throat> that are elderly and even now you've got teenagers are on multiple medications which is all by design to get you all to get humanity addicted to pharmacia, okay? All of the synthetic garbage that you're putting into your body that all has side effects, that all gunks up your liver and has umpteen side effects, the more people that are addicted to that, when things crash, that is going to be one other element that Satan is banking on to... basically to take people out of their element somebody that was maybe um dependent upon these types of things and thinking they're going to go in fighting the new world order when the the system crashes well if they can't get their meds and they're dependent upon them because all meds are are essentially pretty much all of them are physically addictive in one way shape or form even antibiotics well, you'd say, well, how is that addictive? Well, because when you take an antibiotic, it totally wipes out your flora in your intestinal tract, devastates your own immune system, which sets you up for another infection, all by design. It's all about reoccurring revenue with the pharmaceutical companies. And every time, I mean, even if you do something like, well, glucophage or insulin or things of that nature, well, you're basically becoming dependent upon that drug and what little your body was doing before now it's going to shut down its own production of insulin you're creating what they call a negative feedback loop in the body when you create a negative feedback loop in the body the body says well i'm not going to produce insulin anymore because i'm already getting enough so then the pancreas ends up shutting down the uh, beta cells or the islets of langerhans which is where insulin is produced in the body in the pancreas so that's what you're doing almost with every single drug. And it even goes for brain chemistry drugs, the pharmacia mind-altering. You're creating that dynamic as well. They're taking over some function of the body 
that then the body says, well, I'm getting all I need, so I'm going to shut down my own production of this. So then when you try to get off them, and so many people email me, and they're like, yeah, I just tried to come off this cold turkey, and, I'm, and it's horrific, and I'm like, yeah, I never, ever, ever tell anyone to come off meds cold turkey, typically. Because usually, the longer you've been on it, the more physical dependency you have on it. You have to implement the, the way I, I've, the only way I know to do it. And I'm not saying the Lord can't come in and, and, and do that. But the way that I have typically approached it is you come in with specific clinical supplementation that will specifically start to get those areas that have been shut down by the pharmaceuticals ramped up again. You implement that for at least a couple weeks. And then you start to slowly wean yourself off the meds. And um, that's how you do it. <clears throat> that's the only sensible way to try to do it, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I've, I wouldn't tell anybody to do it any other way. Because just to come off meds cold turkey is just crazy most of the time because you have that dependency on them. So <clears throat> it can be done, but it has to be done in a very logical and um, methodical way in order to do it right. So when these meds are taken away from these people in mass, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. Just continuing here, it says, as anybody who studied the subject knows, any kind of major emergency that shuts down the entire system for a lengthy period of time could quickly turn into death sentences for anyone who relies upon prescription medications. Uh, you, yeah, um, heart meds, uh, where now you're dependent upon, you know, whatever heart medication that you're taking, or anytime you're dealing with blood sugar, yeah, insulin injections, glucophage, that type of stuff. Um, you're dealing with, with, with systems that if they get too far out of whack because you don't have the meds anymore, yeah, you could die. Yeah, because your body's so dependent upon those things. So, you know, for someone to think they're going to go into the, the, the darkness that's coming, okay? The night is coming when no man can work, Jesus Christ said. For someone to think they're going to go into that, and let's say, you know, you've got another five years on this planet before God takes you out. Don't in your mind think that you're ever going to be able to have access to those meds again. Or if you do have access to them, that's fine. But you have to sell your soul to get them, basically. Just take this mark of the beast and we'll sure we'll give you. They're gonna, Satan's going to have every type of thing. And he's setting this all up so that there will be... Amounts, and this is just one aspect of, of, of how he's going to create desperation. He's going to de create desperation um, economically. Um, he's going to create that um, with now, we, we know with the healthcare system, with the meds, and all of There's going to be a lot of different levels where he's going to create desperation. Try to get you to sell out on the Lord Jesus Christ. And to sell your birthright for a bowl of pottage like Esau did. Basically is what Satan is trying to get collectively people, and especially people that would label themselves as Christians, which is, you know, supposedly the vast majority of this country, he's trying to get them set up right now for this gigantic fall where eventually they will come begging for the mark of the beast. 
They're not even going to take it reluctantly. They're going to beg for it in order to save their own skin. That's what I think. You know, I think Satan would rather see a Christian grovel for the mark of the beast rather than just kind of reluctantly take it. I think he'd rather see you get on your knees and grovel. I'm not talking about my, my listeners. I'm just talking about, you know, kind of the 501c3 lukewarm Christian crowd that's going to get blindsided. And this is just one way they're going to get blindsided. They're going to get blindsided by the deception that's coming. That they've been totally ill-equipped and ill-prepared to deal with. I'm going to be getting into that, um, I'm hoping, next week. A uh, huge, massive study on some information I've never covered the subject before, but I've never actually got into some of the information I'll, I'll be getting into. I think in the next study, unless we have some cataclysmic event happen between now and then. The deception. That's going to be another way. So there's going to be all these levels of desperation that Satan is setting up humanity for, creating this on purpose in order um, to get you to just, you know, basically end up taking the mark of the beast. It's where it's all heading, to that one world government, one world political, one world economic, one world religion. And um, that that's where this is where this is moving towards. Um Going back to the reports, during such an emergency, the elderly and infirm would suddenly become an insurmountable burden upon an already broken system. As we are warned by a trusted source, millions would likely die in such a situation would develop. And again, a lot of them, it's gonna, a lot of them are going to be dead before the mark of the beast even arises. Because when this happens, when the system collapses, and 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 I really do believe, to a certain extent, a certain amount of this is going to happen in a very short period of time, in order to create that shock and awe, that order out of chaos, that maximum amount of trauma on the adrenal glands, because the adrenal glands are these little uh, tiny gland that sits on top of your kidneys, and they're they're the main thing in your body that helps you cope with stress. And when they're just burned out and exhausted and fried, which most people's adrenals are already fried because so many people are addicted to caffeine and um, nicotine and anything that ramps you up, anything that, that gives you um, that artificial energy, got to be careful with that. I saw, I was, I was like in this store, I was getting gas or something and I, I looked down and this, this kid's in front of me, you know, he's like probably 19 or 20. He's got three monster drinks on the counter and, and i mean there's some specials and like some silver can and that monster that that the the you know how it has the claw marks well those are that's called a towel mark in hebrew and it stands for the number six and it's got three of them right on the can it's six 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 monster they're getting us prepared mentally subliminally for what's coming so we're going to be getting into next week all of this monster and hell and, you know, evil conditioning that they're getting us into. Don't drink those, those, uh, those, those energy drinks are just insane. Don't drink anything from Starbucks either. That's a cursed drink. Goddess coffee. That's a mermaid with her legs spread on the label. But they've cropped and cropped the image so where you can't see that anymore. They're one of the most wicked companies on the planet. Pro-abortion, pro-sodomy. You're, you're giving money to Satan when you buy their products. 
okay? You're burning out your adrenals. Hey, a little bit of coffee, that's fine, okay? And some people can take more. I personally can't. I do like a couple cups a week on average. Three usually at the most. I My immune system cannot handle it. I, I just can't deal with that. But these people that live on this stuff, like they drink it by the pot and they're on these energy drinks and then you've got people literally addicted to hardcore drugs like meth and cocaine and you'd be surprised seeing documentaries on all these people that are addicted to cocaine housewives and normal business people and you know and they have their they're like their urban drug dealers but they're but they're the ones that are more respectable they wear suits they're the ones that make the drop-offs of those types of drugs there's so many people that are and then you've got the people that are addicted to the pharmaceutical meds so and these are all um, drugs to basically a certain extent. Even the, even the hardcore energy drinks and, and even something like, you know, where you're drinking soft drinks with, with tons of cap. And then, the, and then you get into that aspect where they're giving you all the, you know, the NutraSweet and, and, and the aspartame and, and the um, sucralose and all of these and aluminum cans and the cans are leaching the aluminum into them and then that causes Alzheimer's and then you've got your high fructose corn syrup and the ones that aren't, you know, which causes diabetes. I mean, all of these things that they're doing to get us addicted to these substances to literally destroy our bodies. That's what it's all about. Because Satan knows we're body, soul, and spirit. And we're only as strong as our weakest link in our chain. And if we're devastated physically through these things that I mentioned, through the vaccines, through all of the toxicity in the food and, and, and all of the garbage they're doing to the water, the chlorine and the fluoride, that's also in the soft drinks and in the other things you drink, through the chemtrails. Well, all of this has been done by design to kill us and to create a weak, sickly population that's easy to control. So that when things do finally happen, people are already going to be in such a devastate, devastated state, it's not going to take a lot for, to push a lot of people over the edge. And not only that, but not only a devastated state, but a decadent, but a spoiled, rotten, particularly in America, state where, oh, I've got to have my McDonald's GMO burgers and I've got to have 40,000 sauces on it and this and that and, and, and give me more sauces and give me more fried food and then the, the, the um, French fry, anything fried where you're creating all these trans fatty acids. I mean, it's, it's just annihilating your liver and gumming your arteries up and gumming your liver i mean it's it's terrible all this gmo food is changing us on a genetic level as well it's all about defiling our dna as well through the vaccines through all the gmo food the gmo wheat now i mean anytime you eat anything wheat anytime anything has a bun on it basically or bread you're getting the glyphosate that they're spraying on the wheat to bring it to harvest and the glyphosate is 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 absolutely cancer causing it annihilates your liver um it's a poison it's changing us on a genetic level is what this is all about as well what were they doing in, in the days of noah they were trying to change humanity on a genetic level and it got so bad that all flesh had been corrupted on the earth that god had to start over again he had to wipe everything out including the animals it's how bad it got genetically and Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Okay, which is what we're on the cusp of. End time, coming of the Son of Man. So, we should be looking for the same things. It's just, they're going about it 
in a much more subtle, more insidious way in the day and age we live, other than Noah's day, it was like in your face. You know. Totally in your face. Today, it's much more subtle, much more satanically sophisticated way they're going about doing this. On thousands of different levels, levels I probably don't, I didn't even get into all the electromagnetic pollution, the Wi-Fi and the, and the cell phones and, and the, the high-tension power lines and all of the, the different various forms of radio waves and harp and scalier weaponry and all of this stuff they're doing to us there as well. So it's, you know, I, I wish it wasn't the case, but unfortunately that's where we find ourselves and, and where we're, uh, like how, the, the day and age that we're living in, essentially. So, um, let's go further here. We've also been urged to take a look at the already broken medical system where U.S. veterans have given themselves to serve our country are being denied medical care and are put on waiting lists that quickly turn terminal, which is all by design because that's the number one threat to the New World Order, returning veterans, okay? Um, well, why? Well, because they, they, they are equipped, they've been trained by our country to go against the bad guys. And if there were an uprising, they could be ones that would lead an uprising against the New World Order. So we want to take them out first. And they do more things to them physically, as far as vaccinations and all the other garbage they do to them, then what they do is they bring them back and they deny them care. Of course, I'm not saying the medical care they're getting is really the solution a lot of the times. I mean, obviously, they're just right back in the pharmacia system. But you've got 22 veterans every day in America committing suicide. 22. You have over 200,000 last year that died just waiting for care. All by design. They won't give them care. They don't want, I mean, that, that guy that works for Alex Jones, Joe Biggs, you know, his knee's all tore up i think he's got a torn acl anterior cruciate ligament i know i had the same thing cartilage they won't they won't give them surgery they're not gonna know here's some meds get 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 addicted to these painkillers that's what they want yeah you got the injury good deal with it yeah and see with an acl you'll keep you'll keep um hyperextending that leg if you have a torn acl unless you're super careful i know i had the injury I have a ligament from another person in my left knee. Um, the guy that did the Miami Dolphins and the uh, Florida Gators was the guy that back in the day, this was like in the 80s, that did my surgery. So I know all about that injury. And um, they told me after that injury that even though you had this whiz-bang doctor do the surgery, they said, well, you had some torn cartilage, and you had a, I, I think I tore my medial collateral, or I don't know, I stretched it, and I totally tore my anterior cruciate ligament from the bone. Um, no, actually, I didn't tear from the bone, I tore it in half, that's why they couldn't re repair it. Anyway, um, they said, you will have arthritis in your, in your left knee by the age of 21, around there. There's nothing you can do about it. Just go, go and rehab, and, you know, do the best you can do. Okay. Well, then I started rehabbing it like a madman, basically, um, because I this had held me back for so long, and now I got a chance to get into physical therapy, which I'm all for physical therapy, and I I worked really hard. I recovered in half the time they had ever seen anyone recover from that surgery. They wanted to do case studies on me and all kind of stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to drive up to Gainesville. It's like three and a half hours. 
so you can do case studies on me. I'm good. Just work hard in physical therapy, but I was also doing all the alternative supplementation. Seeing my chiropractor, the guy that got me into chiropractic, doing all the supplementation that would help accelerate the healing process, at least the supplementation I knew about at the time. Ligaplex tube, I stand or process, that type of stuff. And I'm sure I was doing other things, but yeah, I, I recovered in half the time they had ever seen anyone recover from that surgery. They wanted to know what I did, you know. So I, and then here I am, 46. I don't have any arthritis in my left knee. It acts up on me sometimes. But I mean, I'm not really in the gym now um, so much. I'm doing all home workouts. But I mean, I was in the gym lifting really heavy weights and theoretically should have been, you know, done a long time ago, according to them. And, and I mean, really heavy weights with my knees and my legs, just stuff like that. And I'm fine. I'm good. You know. So it can be done. It's it's been proven in double blind studies you can regenerate knee cartilage, cartilage with glucosamine. It's it's been proven you can do that. But they don't medically they don't want to tell you that. Why? Because it fixes the problem. Now, if you have a totally torn cartilage and and the ends are frayed and they're not in proximity to one another, yeah, maybe you can't do it then. If you've got bone on bone and there's no cartilage there, then yeah, you're not going to regenerate. You, you got to have something to work with. But you know, for torn cartilage and really any joint issue, the glucosamine. I had to switch over back to glucosamine synergy by standard process because innate, unfortunately, discontinued the JCTH because of sourcing problems. So, for any of my people out there that are taking it, but the one the the one from standard process is very good as well. It's the one I'm do, I'm using now again. Um, but yeah, it's a great product. And you take manganese to hold your chiropractic adjustments and to help r repair ligament and tendon and to have strong joints. Ligaplex 2 is the best product I have for that by standard process. You do Ligaplex 2. You do, and this is just for joint issues. Ligaplex 2, glucosamine synergy if you have any degenerative issues. And you do like a good, the good cod liver oil. You know, standard process has one I use which acts as an anti-inflammatory. What they call it mediates the prostaglandin response in the body, which is your inflammatory response. You do those three things for most people with about any joint issue. Now, I'm not talking about an autoimmune joint issue. Yes, it would help with that, but there's other aspects to that. But if you do those three products, you're going to probably help almost 100% of the people you give that to in a huge way. These are people that may be relying on NSAIDs or ibuprofen or something like that in order to get through the day because of pain. And all they're doing is creating an incredibly horrific environment in the body. They're destroying their liver. Um, they're, um, they're actually destroying their joints. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, those the NSAIDs, are actually been proven to degenerate and destroy your joints. Yeah, but they make me feel better. Yeah, but they're destroying your joints and they're destroying your liver. And that's all by design. Any drug that you're dependent upon is no good, is what I'm trying to tell you. They all have side effects, all of them. They're all toxic, all of them. You want to prove that? Take a whole bottle of whatever you've got. I'm not telling you to do that, I'm just saying. You would die, most likely. You take a bottle of what, like I sell, food concentrates... Or whether you get it from, from a health food store or wherever, if you take a whole food concentrate, and I don't mean synthetic vitamins, the worst you're going to get is diarrhea because you just took too much. It's 
the difference. One is food, one is a pharmaceutical, which are controlled poisons, essentially, all of them. So, U.S. veterans who have given themselves to serve our country are being denied medical care and put on waiting lists that quickly turn terminal, as well as emerging reports of major problems with Obamacare. This is why, you know, I, I don't advise anybody to go in the military in any way, shape, or form. Because you're just, you're, you're putting yourself in the hands of the beast at this point, you know. While you're in there, they own you. They can inject anything they want into you, and they don't have to disclose to you what it is, thanks to the Bill Clinton's executive order that he signed when he was in office. They don't have to disclose it to you, and they can give you whatever they want. You are their beta test um, lab rat. And do whatever they want. And I've had listener after listener after listener email me to confirm that. And they're devastated to this day after they've got out. So then they create this really sick, um, and not only that, then you have the PTSD that's going on, post-traumatic stress disorder. So they come back damaged mentally and then physically from the vaccines and then the meds they're being put on and the injuries they won't treat and stuff like that. It's no wonder 22 veterans are committing suicide every day. It's what they want. It's what Satan wants. He needs more death all the time. Feeds off it. Feeds off suffering. And then you're, you're not going to be an effective fighting unit, they know, in that condition. Which is, again, by design. So, giving yourself into that system is... is um, I, I would highly advise against it because they do not have your best interests at heart. We are personally aware of Americans who have served our country bravely who are now being denied proper medical care. We are now witnessing a well-thought-out plan that is leading to the acceleration of the mortality of Americans. The first video below, share, and we're going to play those a little bit later. The first video below shares one such problem as Americans are sometimes unable to get their medication when they travel out of state. We also look at this alarming alert Below, which shares several recent medical-related experiences that are enough to make pull one's hair out. If what is shared below is indicative of the state of healthcare and the vampire pharmaceutical industry in America, it's time that Americans make alternative plans to ensure the health of our families and loved ones. Now, you know, I put out probably anywhere from two to four health newsletters every month, and then I do studies on here like we're doing today a little bit. We're going to be covering a lot of stuff today, not just this. We're... The blatant evil of big pharma, of the vaccine makers, of the Congress and the senators and, 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 and the uh, or the Congress and the, and the House of Representatives and, and, and Obama and his administration, in order to side with this wicked, evil medical cartel is, is evidenced every time I put out a health newsletter. If that's not enough to get people wanting or really having some kind of urgency to try to get off whatever meds they're taking i don't know what more i could do because they're going to be taken away and with stuff like insulin you got to have that refrigerated you know there's certain ones you I mean <laughs> you're only going to have a some so much amount of supply so i'm just saying i mean you know i love you enough to tell you the truth i'm telling you this is what's coming they're going to hold it over people's heads. Here's a, here's a report from uh, someone. Uh, pharmaceuticals being denied to patients on Medicare. 
Uh, my wife was recently bit by a spider. They suspected a brown recluse on her finger. And after a trip to the ER, did no good. She went to a doctor a few days later. He prescribed an antibiotic and some skin patches. Now, let me say a little bit about this particular subject. I was bit by a brown recluse in Florida uh, probably about, I don't know, I don't know, two or three years before I moved up here. And um, I, I, it was a brown recluse. I, I did end up seeing it after. I, it felt like a tack going into my finger. And um, I was under a phone book. I went to check a mailbox that I had. And it was, it was they, you know how they put out phone books? So they put it at the mailbox. I just grabbed underneath the phone book and felt something really stabbing go into my finger. And I flipped it over and I saw it. They're not big. And they're reclusive. That was why they, they liked those places. They're under, it was under the phone book. And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to have to put my money where my mouth is because here we're dealing with something that is, um, you know, you can lose limbs from this. And on a finger, it's even worse because it's more concentrated. There's, there's the poisons concentrated into the one finger. So knowing that if I did nothing, I would lose the finger at bare minimum, if not my hand. Because what ends up happening is, is it causes tissue necrosis. It basically rots the, the tissue in, your, in the hand and can end up going gangrene on you. People have lost whole legs from these things. Well, I went right home and I started applying the, the 5,000 part per million mild silver in Vive protein. Okay, the colloidal silver, which is on special um, right now. Now, that's on special at the site. Now, this wasn't my idea. I'm not saying this to whatever. The... The owner of Invive emailed me, and he said um, he's well aware of all the stuff they're predicting for September um, and into early October. And he's like, "I'm gonna. We did something similar last year." He says, "But I'm gonna extend this to your listeners for I don't know. It's like between now and the end of uh, September. I think September 28th. I'm gonna give you anybody. You can buy any strength." Of the mild silver protein, whether it's 50 to all the way up to 10,700. 10, you can buy any strength, two bottles, and you get one bottle free. Never has he done anything like that before. Uh, not to that extent. That That's the best one I've ever seen. So it's basically buy two, get one free of any strength. And that would apply, like, if you want to get, like, two six-packs, you'd get another six-pack free. So... This first part is about preparing for what is coming. And and um, whether, you know, to me, worst case scenario, you're stocking up on the meds that you're going to need that are only going to last you so long, or whether you're actually looking, if at all possible, to fixing your problem with clinical nutrition so you can get off this stuff. Or let's say you find herbs, you know, to get off something. Fig leaf tea and the black seed oil is really, really good diabetes protocol. I already had a pastor that he's been able to get off his insulin from that. Black seed oil and um, fig leaf tea. Actually, he was only doing the black seed oil. But the fig leaf tea is another thing you can do. It's totally natural. You can grow fig leaves, you know. In other words, God put everything we need here. Okay? Um, so... Anyway, the owner of Invive said, for your listeners, 
um, I'll, I'm going to extend this for like this next month until like the 28th of September, I believe. It's in my last email or whatever. So um, buy two, get one free. And, and that's buy four, get two free. Buy six, get three free. That's that's how it works. Okay, so um, that that is available at dr-johnson.com, the website for the amount of protein. dr-symbol-johnson.com www whatever so uh if you want to avail yourself to that anyway i I took the mild silver protein i painted my finger with it several times per day between that i took uh lugol's iodine okay painted my finger with it there and then i also put dmso on um and these are all things like lugol's just look up lugol's iodine online l-u-g-o-l-s lugol's iodine you'll you can find it online um, you paint that, and I just alternated it. 5,000 parts per, per million miles of a protein, Lugol's iodine, and then I would put DMSO on. And you can use 70%, you can use 99 I like the 99 but <clears throat> you got to be careful what part of the body you're putting the 99 on because it can burn a little bit. You can burn yourself with Lugol's iodine, if it's too high strength, like if you just find it from the lab and it's 11%, you need to cut it half with water. I mean, topically you can take more, but it depends on the area of the body you're using it on. If it's a sensitive area, you're going to have to lower the dosage. You're going to have to play around a little bit. And I, and I do have files on these things. If you email me, I can send them to you. Just please, um, you know, try to keep anything you would send to me as brief as possible because when I do any of these health things, I get deluged with questions and a lot of times it's like, you know, five pages long. I, I can't deal with that. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm one person can only do so much. I, I'm trying to help as many people as I can, but for me to take the time to answer a five-page letter and for somebody to want a full health consult, I'm not in practice anymore, okay? Uh, what you would come to me and ask for if you went to see somebody that did what I did would cost you hundreds of dollars. And they're just asking for it like it's a matter of fact, like my time is kind of invaluable. Now I'm not talking about the majority of my listeners. I'm talking about this does happen though to me. And I just don't have, there's not enough hours in the day to, to do that. So as briefly as you can, you explain that and then I will try to get you the information. I don't ask nothing for it. I don't charge for consults. I don't do, I mean, it's all free that I'm giving out, but I was in practice for a long time, and, and did this for a living, and did charge, you know, for what I was doing, and, and so now I just do it for free, but obviously there's only so many people you can help, um, so for this problem, and this would apply, I would say, to any kind of spider bite, um, snake bite's a little more serious, because a snake bite can kill you a lot quicker, brown recluse, you have days to deal with it, Snake bites are different. Um, but you just alternate the three. The DMSO, the iodine, and the mild silver protein. Topically, straight. And my, my finger started swelling up like the first couple days. It got pretty big even though I was doing that. But then I think about, oh, probably about the third day, it started coming down. It never, it never developed into a big wound, which is typically what will happen with a brown recluse. just went down and down and down until it was normal. But had I not been doing that, I probably would have lost the finger and probably the hand. 
knowing what I know about brown, brown recluse bites. So um, there you go. That's one thing you, that, that if you had in your, your arsenal, iodine, you can have that stuff, have it stocked. Um, DMSO, not a hard, but see, here's the deal. <laughs> like in a month from now, when if all this stuff were to happen and I'm not on air anymore, you're not going to be able to get any of this stuff. Your window of opportunity will be gone. You may never be able to get it ever again. So if you don't have this stuff ahead of time, there's no guarantee you're going to have it in the future or, or even have access. Or if you even do get access to it, be prepared to pay 10 to 50 to 100 times more for it. If you can find it. You know, I had remembered watching, you know, some clip of a show not too long ago. And it was basically the world had collapsed. And it was this little ratty kind of convenience store, little store up in like the mountains. And, and these people went in there and they, the collapse had just happened. This biker gang had taken it over. And this woman was walking down the aisle and was like, you know, a box of tampons was $500. It was even a special pricing. And expect to see that. And on some level, when these things go, go down, um, the prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on her punish. I'm going to be getting a little bit more into those verses a little bit later. Uh, so, my wife recently was bit by a spider, suspect brown recluse on her finger, trip to the yard, did no good. She went to a doctor a few days. I mean, these people are going the medical route and they're still losing their fingers and their hands with brown, reclu with brown recluse bites, is what I'm telling you. Okay, I suffered no repercussions other than, other than some discomfort for a few days because of what I was doing. What I'm telling you is, is there's a great example. Now, granted, I understand emergency medicine, you cut yourself open. You need stitches or something like that, or you break a bone, there's nothing better than emergency medicine for that. I admit that. But unfortunately, it's getting so wicked and so big brother within the medical profession, you know, those are, and then, you know, Obamacare's a law and all this other garbage. You know, whatever you can do to stay out of that system, I would highly encourage it. Um, this lady that uh, is up on the internet, she's called the Patriot Nurse. Just look up Patriot Nurse on YouTube. You'll find her. She's really good. And she's very practical. She tells you stuff you can, like, on her, I was just watching her uh, website the other day, and things that you can go get at the uh, dollar store. All of this really cool stuff you can get at the dollar store where you're not breaking the bank as far as stocking up on medical stuff and for your family and to help other people and to possibly to barter i mean this stuff could be like gold in the future and where you're not even going to break the bank and she was going through this whole thing well she offers classes as well where she does uh different cities around the country where you can go and you can take a one or two day class and it's on like emergency trauma stuff like survival though this is this is where you know you're not going to have access to a hospital or you probably might not even want to deal with a hospital um and she's doing these really good classes on and they're, and they're not super cheap but you could probably pick up information in a, in a two-day course there that it might take you years to accumulate that and it's kind of a crash course 
So if you have somebody in your family that's interested in that, it would be a good idea to possibly register for some of her classes. I'm not saying there's not other people that don't do that. But um, she's very pro-Second Amendment, pro-Patriot, sees the collapse coming. She's got a really good mindset, and that's one of the reasons I like her, because she's she's really has a pretty good grasp on the big picture. And um, that would be something that you might want to look into. And if even if one member of your family took the class, that would provide a vital niche for your family and for your um, extended family or even possibly your, your community if things went bad. Because very few people are going to have that, that level of training. And she said, she even said that a lot of the MDs and the nurses don't have it because they're, their mindset is, I'm in this sterile hospital, all these conditions and these parameters are perfect, and we've got all of these wonderful supplies at our disposal. Okay, but what if you don't have all that? Which is going to be the reality with what's coming, in most likely the near future. Well, then that's the reality I want to put myself in, where we don't have best case scenario, where we have limited resources to work with, where we have to do this and improvise and think on our feet. Well, that's, that's like her classes, or like that. So, that's something to, th something to think about as well. Um, <clears throat> so, let's go further here. Um, he prescribed an antibiotic, this was for the brown recluse bite, and some skin patches. While I was at the pharmacy counter yesterday, they told me that the patches were not covered by the insurance company because they were not pre-approved. Quote, pre-approved. I told the pharmacist clerk that the doctor prescribed it, and she said that the insurance would not cover it and that I could have the doctor call them indirectly, and I would want to come back tomorrow and maybe it would be covered. I told her I would take it now and maybe request a discount later. See, this is another thing that the medical community is trying to do, the big pharma. Bleed you dry. And those statistics on people that like live this live their lives and then the statistical fact about a, a lot of them end up spending their life savings in like the last year of their life on medical expenses and things of this nature. Well, it's all by design. It's all by design. Bleed you dry. They get your money one way or another. Whether it's through the, the um, unlawful... Um, IRS that funds your own destruction and just lines the bankers' pockets and, you know, is used for all kind of nefarious purposes. Not one dime of it goes to run in the country. It's been proven by the Grace Commission that Reagan appointed. Or whether it's through Big Pharma or a host of other ways. It's all about bleeding you dry. So, <clears throat> going further, it said... Um, while I was waiting, a lady in her 60s came up to the counter to get her script filled. She was told that Medicaid was down and they could not give the pharmacy an estimated time of when it would be back. The woman said that she had been out since last week and really needed her script filled. She was told that she could still get it, but that she would have to pay full price over $200. Again, bleeding you dry. Get you addicted. Get you. Make sure that you're a user. Okay, this is what drug dealers do when they move into neighborhoods, okay? Hey, give you a little sample to try. Come back, maybe the next day, give, maybe give you another sample. And when they see you're hooked and you're dependent, that's when they start charging you. Because then you're hooked and dependent. 
it's, it's very similar here. Um, going further, the pharmacist told her to come back tomorrow, but there was still no guarantee their system would be up. Meanwhile, a car came to through the drive-thru and I overheard the conversation. The woman's script for an ointment was not covered by her insurance either. I don't know if Medicaid is backed up or not. And the examples of insurance denial for pharmaceutical coverage is not statistically significant, but it is a red flag warning. If we need to start stocking up or rat-holing necessary prescription meds as we go forward, or that's what he's saying to do. Okay, fine. Life-saving stuff, stuff that, but just understand there's probably going to come a time when, you know, you're going to run out. And all I'm telling you is you cannot drug your body into good health. You can't do it. It's impossible. So looking for alternatives would be one of the main things I would look at regarding this whole subject. And I've already told you how to go about that. The next uh, letter, uh, retired New York City cop. Um, I'm a single mom. The Lord is my everything. Serious suburban prepper, retired New York City cop, God bless her, got a very strange phone call today, 8-26-2015, supervisor from FEMA called me with a random questionnaire. I only stayed on the line because I wanted to try to see what where this was all going. I refused to answer many of the questions. They wanted to know how many guns I had in the house, any other weapons, amount of ammo. You believe this garbage? Asked about stored water for drinking, as well as hygiene. How, how much my family house contained food supplies for emergencies. How long my family could survive on what we had. How long I thought it should take the government to respond to the disaster. I mean, this is just unbelievable. In your face. Um, any, is there anyone in the house over 75? Would they need hospitalization if without their medications for any length of time over a week? I mean, I, I can remember dealing with, with elderly people when I was in practice a lot, and they'd be routinely, I'd see people that were on 20 meds or more. 20 meds! My grandma was on 11, and they my grandpa would come to me and said, well, and it wasn't because they were really in the right mindset, but their, you know, some insurance thing was expiring with them, and Again, they get you addicted, and then they, you have to start paying out of the pocket. And um, they wanted to see what we could get my grandma off of so they wouldn't have to pay for this massive amount. Well, we got her, and it was two to three months. We got her off 11 out of the 10 meds with clinical nutrition, specific clinical nutrition, implemented up front, slowly weaned off one med at a time. Heart med, she was on glucophage for blood sugar, injectable insulin, got her off all the injectable insulin, got her off the glucophage, got her off all of her heart meds. The only thing I wasn't able to, to uh, figure out at the time was the water pill, but I figured that out later. Um, so I know it can be done, you know? I know it can be done. Th no, those are as serious of a medications as you could get. Heart meds in, in blood sugar? Either one of those can take you out if you go off. Well, she was off 10 out of 11 in, two, in, in really one to three months. We, we started, she started getting off stuff within the first month. But I, I, I don't ever tell anybody, yeah, get off them all at once. No, do them one at a time. Wean one at a time. Yeah, you can wean some of the other ones down while you're implementing it. But, you know, really concentrate on one. 
and then go to the next one, and then the next one, because it's just sensible. If you're going to do it, and it's your choice, I can't tell you, you know, even as a, as a chiropractor, I can't tell you what to do. This is your choice. Uh, you know, for full disclosure, liability reasons, I can't, you know. The only ones that could say that would be an MD, and they're never going to tell you that. Because that's how they make their living. That's how they've been trained. That's their, you know, I mean, unless they're super, super honest and they figured this stuff out. You know, and there are some out there. Um, so then they're asking how much medication we have on hand of our normal meds. I mean, do you believe this? Did I have enough in the way of supplies to be able to care for other people in the neighborhood if needed? What? Really? I mean, they're 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 assessing. Okay, well, you know what we're going to go in here, what we're going to take, what we're going to steal. They would prefer to clean these people out that would be capable of helping other people, because they don't want you to have any. They don't want the neighborhood to have help. They want them to all starve and die and come beg for whatever solution that they're going to ult- whatever carrot, whatever satanic carrot they're going to dangle out in front of a collective neighborhood or whatever. So, yeah, you would be raided, you would be pilfered, most likely by the government, so you would have nothing, so you couldn't help anybody either. I think this is where all, this is all heading, to assess, you know, assess this. Also wanted to know if we had spare cash in the house available for emergencies, if the banks were temporarily unavailable. I mean, if that's not in your face, totally satanic, I don't know what is. And then she says, have you heard of anyone being asked such detailed emergency prep questions while claiming to be a FEMA. She said, I only answered two of the questions, told them that A, I didn't want their help ever, and B, the rest of the answers were none of their business. You know, good for her. But she's an absolute target. They know where she lives. They, you know, know her attitude, and she is going to be an absolute target. They're already, in other words, she's already on their radar, big time, obviously. So she would do well to relocate if at all possible, to some alternate, you know. And when you do it, you better change your phone. And you better have everybody in your family change their phones or throw them away or keep them wrapped in two or three layers of aluminum foil or one of those ID, uh, those shielding phone cases. Especially when things go down. Because they'll just track you. And, and again, I mean, that's what they'll do. They're, they're going to, you know... They're gonna have. A, they're gonna implement this. This all this data collection they've been using for all these years. There's gonna come a time when they actually use that data against us. So, please bear that in mind. And I would. I would assume that you know, just even the GPS in your car, if you had Cirrus satellite radio, they're gonna be able to track you. You know, so you better you know, have that stuff not functioning in the car when things go down or if you're relocating to an alternate location or if you have a bug out location where your stuff's at have this stuff all turned off or blocked or shielded while you're doing the um the um while you're going over there whether it's it's several trips to get a whole bunch of your gear over there don't have all these tracking devices on while you're going over back and forth don't do that 
The stuff that I'm telling you today could literally save your life. I, I'm not saying the Lord Jesus Christ isn't on the throne. I'm just telling you about some practical things you can do that could save you and your family's lives, potentially. So let's go further here. Um, this story is from the Duluth Tri News Tribune last week. shows us a room full of angry, fed-up U.S. veterans sounding off about their poor health. Um, Tom Moore is a 68-year-old veteran from the Vietnam War, tells us that the choice... The CHOICE Act, which is a program set up by the Congress to help U.S. veterans, it's a debacle, he said, back in June. Um, Newser, I guess it's a news agency, reported that vets' health care delays are getting even worse. Worse than what? Worse than 238,000 U.S. veterans who died waiting for health care, I believe just, just last year alone, according to a leaked document. Yeah, all by design. 238,000 U.S. veterans died waiting for health care. I believe that was just last year. If one looks back through the eyes of history, we're now seeing what we're now seeing happening across America to our elderly and vets is reminiscent of the final solution carried out by the Nazis during World War II to systematically eliminate millions of Jews, Slavs, and others. Now, see, that's what I'm trying to get you in the mindset of. Understand that if you're a veteran... If you're elderly, if you're in the medical system, if you're dependent upon them in any way, shape, or form, understand that system wants to see you dead. They want to see you suffer as much as possible. The people at the top, I'm not talking about the people giving you prescriptions, the people that at the top, with Satan controlling them like puppets on strings, want to see you die and they want to see you suffer. And they want to see, and they want to milk you for every penny that you got along the way so that you'll die penniless. That would be their goal for everybody in that system. So yeah, that, it's, it's important you understand that. These are not organizations that want to help you. They ultimately want to see you dead. It's being done in front of our faces to our elderly and the vets by withholding by the holding of medical care and supplies to those in need rather than sending them away to institutions to rot away and to be eliminated as the Nazis did. Well, I, and again, I have mixed feelings about that because I don't believe the solution lies in these meds that they're being denied and that maybe unnecessary surgeries that were the reason you had to get the surgery in the first place is because you let your body, you're, so, you're dependent upon the meds for so long you created a surgical condition in the body. It would have been better that you'd taken care of yourself to start with, not put yourself in a position to ever get on the meds so that you wouldn't have created a situation where you actually needed the surgery. You know? Well, I'm all plaqued up. I gotta have my surgery to get my bypass or angioplasty. Oh, that's great. So your arteries are all gummed up with fat and with placking and with potential calcium deposits and the solution is to go in there with angioplasty and squish it to the sides so you open up the coronary artery, which just prolongs the problem and fixes nothing. Or we'll go in there and scrape your carotids out. We'll open them up and scrape them out. Or we'll do bypass surgery where we're going to take a, another uh, a stent or a vein or something and we're going to bypass the blockage. And we're going to give you a drug-dependent stent as well that's dependent upon Plavix, which is the height of insanity because you'll have to take Plavix the rest of your life 
in order for that stent to work, which is they got you right where they want you. And Plavix is horrifically bad stuff. Blood thinner. Or you could take Wayfarin, which is literally rat poison. Coumadin. It's rat poison. It's the active ingredient in rat poison. I'm not lying. Just look it up. It's all insane. All of their solutions are asinine and insane. No, I think what you might want to do if you want to thin your blood naturally is you take natokinase, a natural enzyme. It's derived from soy, but it's derived from fermented soy, and it's the enzyme portion. It's not soy. Okay, you take natokinase on an empty stomach to thin your blood, but you never do it with a blood thinner, like a med. You thin your blood too much. And then you do, if you can afford it, do IV intravenous chelation treatments, 30 to 50. It'll clean you out. It'll clean your arteries out. Detox your liver. Now, if you can't afford that, go online. You do a keyword search for EDTA. And you do try to find the powder if you can. It's harder to find. But you take that. You put about 1,500 to 2,000 milligrams under your tongue every day with a drop of DMSO with it. And you will absorb a good amount of that sublingually, the EDTA. And it will go in there and chelate the arteries it will clean your arteries out it's a lot slower to do it orally but it's a lot cheaper too and you don't have to worry about the big iv catheter needles the iv catheter needles are a lot better but it's very very hard to find mds that'll do it because you got to be an md and they they frown upon it because it fixes the problem no we don't want to do that we want open heart surgery we want medications we want to do open heart surgery and then we want you to have the occasional heart attack. We want to keep you alive because we make a ton of money off you that way. And then you'll eventually die from a massive heart attack because eventually you're going to plaque up and, and, and there's some, going to be something that gives way. You're going to have some plaque break off and you're going to stroke out or you're going to, you know, get it lodged in the heart and you, you'll die of a massive heart attack. Win-win for the medical society. And by that point, you probably have no more money left anyway. My dad, when he died... And I had, you know, the only reason he had lived that long, I mean, by the grace of God, was the supplementation that we had done. He would have died a long, 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 long time ago. I'm telling you, he would have. He had massive plaquing in both carotid arteries, like in his late 30s. No, in his early, late 20s. So much so you could see that on an x-ray. It's bad when you can see it on an x-ray, the plaquing. Put him on the protocol. But in the end, the one thing that he needed most of all, the EDTA chelation, he hadn't taken any of it. He'd only done the natokinase. And I found that out literally the night that he had the massive heart attack and died. He, he let me know then. I'm like, hey, Dad, what's this sealed bottle of EDTA that I've been trying to get you to take for like two years? Oh, I didn't take that. Oh, that's good. Well, you're going to die tonight. And he, you know, I didn't say that, but that's what happened. He died. He had a massive heart attack that night. I was there. It, not pretty was dead he was dead within a day had to take him off life support oh that that day would they didn't even do surgery on him hey it was only like 80 grand it's like eighty thousand dollars well that's reasonable you know i'm glad i had the time because it was the reason i was able to lead him to the lord i believe was that time so yeah, I praise God for it. But I'm just saying, 80 grand for one day? They did no surgical procedures on him? Seems reasonable. But that's how they get you. 
all by design. So, um, so I mean, I, I've had a, quite a bit of firsthand experience with all this. You know, dealing with patients, dealing with my own family and stuff like that. Had my dad done what I told him to do, he'd probably be alive to this day. But it wasn't God's plan. But the EDTA can save countless lives. Hey, heart disease, what's number two killer? Well, in the medical profession is the first. That's number one. Through all the various ways they kill you. And then you've got, I don't know, it's cancer, heart disease in there. Which, cancer and heart disease, you can blame the medical on that too. Because, you know, they've got the cures. They've got, they know what to do. They, they just suppress it all. Or, or downplay it and, and act like this other stuff's voodoo medicine. Like they're so much better. So, um, I'm going to have to end this part here because I'm, I'm getting to be ready over on time. Uh, and we will go to part two next. So, God bless you and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.